Hallelujah，祝福大家平安。Hallelujah，peace to everyone。今天下午我们要讨论一个题目：当人生没有答案时。Our topic for this afternoon is Undeniably, when we have lived long enough, we begin to realize that sometimes life just does not give you an answer. Because life is not an easy thing to understand. And one of the things that we don't fathom is why is it that good people always encounter trouble? Let's turn to the book of Job, chapter 5, verse 7. Job, chapter 5, verse 7. Seven, yet man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. And life is just filled with trouble. And the a process of life is birth, death, illness. And in between, there's still a lot of things that goes on. And sometimes you feel that villains seem to have a better life. They have more money than you. They are healthier than you. And their children seems to be doing better than you. And everything they do seems to be smooth. On the other hand, you look at the good people, are people who are law-abiding citizens, they tend to meet with tragedies. And we have seen this throughout history. And yet, when these things come upon you, you find it even further, or even harder to fathom. Especially if you're a God-fearing person. You read the Bible, you study the Bible, you pray, you serve God. You don't sin. Why are you just so unlucky to meet so many unfavorable things? So we have a lot of questions. Have I done something wrong? Or has God forgot about me? When we are reading the book of Genesis, the last portion is regarding Joseph. And the entire life of Joseph is just full of question marks. And he only found his answer towards the end of his life. And throughout his life, he has a lot of questions that he doesn't have an answer to. He has four major questions.第一个就是在他年轻的时候，为什么他告诉自己我那么乖，却常常被被人讨厌？And the first question he asked when he was young is that I was such a good person. Why is everybody detesting me?我们看创世纪三十七章。Let's turn to Genesis chapter thirty-seven. 三十七章的第三节到第四节。Genesis chapter 37, verse 3 and verse 4。Verse 3, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a tunic of many colors. Four, but when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peace, peaceably to him. 这里记载啊,月色他是生在一个很大的家庭。Joseph was born in a large family. And his father had him when he was quite old. And the mother of Joseph was the wife that Jacob loved the most. And he was spoiled by his father because he was born when his father was, an, was at an old age and his mother was his favorite wife. 那就雅各, 
So, jo- so Jacob of Israel made him a tunic of many colors. And the olden days is different from modern days. In the olden days, there's no such thing as synthetic coloring. Therefore, it's very difficult to put colors on the clothing. You have to extract colors from Mother Nature. And therefore, uh, colorful fabrics are very expensive. Therefore, all of Joseph's children do not have tunics of multicolors. However, Jacob especially made Joseph a tunic of many colors. It is a very bold example of how he favored the son more than others. We know that if a person has more than one child, most uh, parents today have more than one child. Verbally, they would say that they do not favor one over the other, but only they themselves know whether they favor one over the others. And of course, you can't blame parents because the one that they favor may be the most obedient one, or the one who is the smartest. Or the one who's most obedient. And therefore, they will find favor with their parents. But however, parents should not be too obvious in showing favoritism. And Jacob has been too obvious in showing favor to Joseph. No, none of his sons had a tunic of multicolors except Joseph. And so this kind of uh, favoritism caused Joseph to be hated by his brothers. So as parents, let us not show favoritism. God has blessed your children with different characters and different personalities. And the one who does not submit to you or the one who is not as smart needs your attention more. And in act, in reality, I have seen some families. There is usually one or two children who are overlooked. And perhaps there is one son or one daughter who is especially smart and the other is not. And the one who is not tends to be overlooked and this is no good. And Joseph asks, why am I being hated? I haven't done anything wrong. Let's read verse 4. It says here that they could not speak peaceably to him. Let's read verse 2. And Joseph brought a bad report of his brothers to his father. And Joseph was a simple boy. If he saw his brothers did something wrong, he would report them to his father. If I if I tell you not to do it, but you won't listen to me, of course I will report you to father. He couldn't understand why he's doing the right thing but being um, detested by his siblings. The second question. Second question he had is why am I being betrayed? Let's read verse twenty-seven. Chapter thirty-seven, verse twenty-seven. Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites. And let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brothers listened. 28. Then Midianite traders passed by, so the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver, and they took Joseph to Egypt. So poor Joseph, here he was sent on a mission by his father to see how his brothers were doing. He actually went to care about his brothers. When he arrived, his brothers put him in harm. 
they almost killed him. But at the last minute, they decided instead of killing him, they would sell him. And it's like to visiting somebody you think who is ill, and then on the other hand, they turn around and try to hurt you. To be hated is enough, but to be betrayed, to be sold. A 17-year-old lad requires the love of a family more. By his lonesome self, he was sold by his siblings. Can you imagine the thoughts that went through his mind when he was being sold? Why me? I am the most obedient. I listened to the words of God the most. Why am I being sold? The misfortunes of Joseph did not stop here. And why am I being accused wrongly and falsely and being put into prison? Let's read chapter 39. Verse 19 and verse 20. Chapter 39, verse 19. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in the prison. And this morning we mentioned that he was sold to the Egyptians to the household of Potiphar. And the wife of Potiphar tempted him to sin with her. It is not easy for a young man to overcome his own desires and the temptation of a woman. However, he still did not receive God's blessing. And his master's wife, on the other hand, accused him and put him in prison. The master believed the wife of believed the words of his wife and put Joseph into prison. And today when we listen to a testimony, there is usually a formula. When you encounter a problem, you have to listen to the words of God. And you practice the words of God. And you see God open up a path for you and God protected you. And finally, all glory be unto our Lord. And so this is the formula that you usually hear of in our testimonies. If there's a testimony today that tells you of someone who lost his job, his children died, and he is in a terrible state, I'm pretty sure nobody wants to listen to that kind of testimony. And because today, people always want to find something that can, they can connect to, that is, you do something good, you get rewarded. And for the sake of God, you have decided to deny yourself or uh, to forsake some of your luxuries, you should be blessed by God. However, Joseph, upon heeding the words of God, he was immediately put into prison. If this were to happen to you, would you be able to pray on the first night in prison? Would you still be able to continue believing in God? This is the third time that I am being unfortunate. I believe in God, I must be obedient, but I'm being hated by my siblings. I believe in God, I denied temptation. And later, earlier, we mentioned we believe in God, but we're being betrayed. I took the words of my father, I went to care for my brothers, and they sold me. Now that I'm heeding the words of God, I rejected temptation, and, and I ended up in prison. I am so unlucky. 
and I begin to doubt whether I'm believing in the true God. If God didn't help me the first time, that's fine, but three times He didn't help me. Now I'm going to begin my life in prison. These kind of things that happen to one person can indeed greatly impact negatively on the person's faith. However, Joseph, on the other hand, continued to observe and kept the words of God in his heart when he was in prison. That is the most difficult thing that Joseph had done. He chose to be a good person. He still he chose to help to be helpful to others. He even interpreted dreams for others. And the person who he interpreted the dreams for was released from prison. However, Joseph was still in there. In fact, Joseph had asked the person to please remember him when he's being released. Um, so that he doesn't have to serve a life sentence in prison. However, Joseph asked the fourth question. Why am I always being forgotten? Let us turn to Genesis chapter 40, verse 20. Genesis chapter 40, verse 20. 20. Now it came to pass on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, and he made a feast for all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. And he restored the chief butler to his butlership, and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. So in the prison, and Joseph helped to interpret the dreams of the chief butler. He he especially mentioned to him to please remember me. Indeed, the chief butler was released. Verse 23 says the chief butler did not remember Joseph. And Joseph knew that God was helping him. That is why he was able to interpret dreams. And the chief butler, upon release, must have thanked God, thanked God that he had been saved. God did not forget me. At least God has helped me to interpret the dreams. Oh, Joseph would have said that at least God would have used this chief butler to help me release from prison. If you were Joseph, you would be praying every day to God, waiting for good news. But, but verse 23 tells us that the chief butler forgot about Joseph upon his release. I'm sure that at this time, or at this point, Joseph not only felt that he was forgotten by men, he even felt that he was forgotten by God. And sometimes when we are unlucky, we have a stream of unfortunate things happening to us. And at the end, we start to ponder, if God truly exists, maybe he did not remember me. Have you experienced this? Have you felt that God has forgotten you? Joseph had four major questions, and he had no answer to them. From the age of 17 till now, he was probably in his late 20s. He had never had found an answer to his questions. Why? If you were Joseph, what would you do? If we were Joseph, we would have probably given up a long time ago. Why do I maintain 
and hold on to my faith. But that's not what Joseph is like. He has absolute faith in God. At least he did not give up. In fact, when he was young, he had a dream. There was a point. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 37. Verse 5. Verse 5. Now Joseph had a dream. He told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. 6. So he said to them, Please hear this dream which I, had, I have dreamed. 7. There we were, abiding sheaves in the field. Then, behold, my sheave arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheave. So, when Joseph was young, he had a dream. So, in the field, he and his brothers were binding sheaves. His sheaves arose and stood upright. And the sheaves of his brothers stood around his and bowed down. At that time, he couldn't understand the meaning of this dream. He thought that it must mean something good. However, why is it that the word of God is so different from reality? Why did these things happen? Brothers and sisters, what is the greatest challenge in our faith? That is, the promise of God or the words of God is vastly different from reality. Didn't God promise that those who heed his words, they will have a longer life, they will have a better life? Why do these things happen to me? We often have question marks. And Joseph had these questions in his mind. Let us think about why these things happen to us. At that point in time, there is no answer. At the age of 17, Joseph didn't get an answer. At the age of 20, Joseph didn't get an answer. At the age of 25, Joseph still didn't get an answer. Even at the age of 29, Joseph did not get an answer. When did he find his answer? When he was 30. God rose him up overnight. So he became the prime minister over Egypt. That process took over 10 years. He, he, didn't, uh, uh, he didn't realize how hard it is during the process. But the words of God is trying him. Let's turn to Psalms 105. Psalms 105. 第十七节，seventeen，一百零五篇，一百零五篇的十七节。Psalm one hundred and five, seventeen. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. 十八节，eighteen. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons. 十九节，nineteen. Until the time that his word came to pass, the word of God tested him. 这一章是回顾以色列人的历史。Here this. Uh, chapter is reviewing the history of the Jews. The history of Israel cannot be separated from the time they were in Egypt. The 430 years the Israelites were in Egypt was very important to them. Why were they in Egypt for 430 years? Because Joseph was there first. Why was Joseph there first? He didn't go, he didn't go to Egypt in a grand manner, rather he was sold to Egypt. Uh, at this point of time, we understand the will of God. Because we are viewing this history. And from the point of view of God, we are seeing thousands of years at one shot. Things had already happened. 
But Joseph, during his time, he couldn't see the will of God. 更看不清楚以后以色列的发展跟救恩的发展。He couldn't see what was going to happen after that. 他只知道自己很倒霉。He only knew that he was an unlucky guy. 然后第十九节，神的话试验他。Verse nineteen, the word of God tested him. 神神的话怎么叫试验 ？What does it mean? 有时候讲的话跟你体验的不太一样。Sometimes what he said is different from how you feel. 哇，像那个梦啊，好像很风光。For example, the dream. It seems that Joseph was grand. But he is now in prison. However, at the time, later on, he was sitting in prison. Many people began to question. But Joseph still held his faith. Many people began to question. But Joseph still held his faith. Many people began to question. But Joseph still held his faith. Many people began to question. But Joseph still held his faith. Many people began to question. Genesis chapter forty-one, verse forty-six. 四十一章的四十六节。Chapter forty-one, verse forty-six. 创世纪四十一章四十六节。Genesis chapter forty-one, verse forty-six. Joseph was thirty years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. 这里说约是三十岁做了法老的宰相，埃及的宰相。At the age of thirty, Joseph became the Prime Minister of Egypt. His authority is only that、uh, is below that of the Pharaoh. Everyone who saw Joseph must kneel before him. Because he represents the Pharaoh.、Uh, during the seven years of famine, anyone who wants food must come and. And beg Joseph for food. You 以为有钱他就卖给你啊？有钱他也可以不卖给你。If you think that you have money, you will be able to buy food. That's not true. Even if you have money, Joseph may not sell you food. 所以约瑟在三十岁碰到他哥哥的时候，就想起那个梦了。So when he was thirty years old and he met his brothers again, he remembered his dream. 其实神没有骗我。And God did not deceive him. 神也没有忘记我。God did not forget him. In fact, God is still proceeding forward with His plan. And towards the later half of his life, he began to find the answers. It says here Joseph was thirty years old. So time passed. 有时候我们以为说今天发生，今天事情做了，明天有一个结果才是见证，才是神的恩典。We sometimes feel that if we do something today and we see the results tomorrow, then we will have a good testimony for the for the Lord. 那个那个好的影响，我要马上看得见，才是神的保护。And if I see immediate good results, then it is God's protection. 有时候如果今明天看不见那个果效，我就失去信心了。And if I don't see the result tomorrow, I'm going to lose. Faith in God. Or we view things from the point of view of a human. For example, good things from the point of view of a human. For example, it would be God's blessing if a good man lived a long life. For example, it would be God's blessing if a good man lived a long life. For example, it would be God's blessing if a good man lived a long life. For example, it would be God's blessing if a good man lived a long life. For example, it would be God's blessing if a good man lived a long life. For example, it would be God's blessing if a good man lived a long life. For example, it would be God's blessing if a good man lived a long life. However, the Bible tells us that the will of God is above those of men. We look at Isaiah chapter 55. Let's turn to Isaiah 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and are nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. It says here that the thoughts of God are not those of ours. If we are the writer of Joseph's story, we would probably write that he is a good man. He has good rewards. But the thoughts of God are different. A good child. I'm going to use him. In order for me to use him, I want him to suffer at a young age. To be bullied by his brothers. To be betrayed. 
to be put into prison because of false accusations. 我要锻炼他的信心，就算我不理他呢，十几年他还是对我不放弃。I want to test his faith, and I will ignore him for over ten years. 这一切都为了三十岁之后不要兴起他。And all this is because I'm going to use him after he turned thirty. 而我兴起他就是要让雅各全族搬到埃及。And I'm going to I I'm going to raise Joseph because I want the entire tribe of Jacob to move to Egypt. 在那边要住四百三十年。There they shall dwell for four hundred thirty years. 为什么要在那边住四百多年 ？Why dwell there for so long? 因为在那种环境，雅各一家可以从一百二十个人发展到几百万人了。Because in that environment, from a family of one hundred twenty, Joseph's family grew to millions. 你想想看，如果不是这样的话，游牧民族啊，他们继续在迦南地这样游走啊，也不会增长得多快。And if you think about this,、uh, as nomads, if they were to wander around the land of Canaan as nomads, their their population will not grow that fast. 所以神的意念高过人的意念。So the thoughts of God are those are higher than those of man. 今天我们所遇到的所谓的暂时的不顺利。And today, what we encounter this temporary unfortunate things, 或者是突然间生病 ，or our sudden illnesses， 或者是得到一些绝症 ，or our terminal illness that we have， 甚至你听到一些不好的消息 ，or the negative news that we hear， 比如说有人得病了，教会有人得癌症了 ，for example, we hear of someone in the church getting cancer， 啊，有人死掉了 ，or someone died， 或者是我们听到印尼教会有很多信徒得到新冠肺炎。Uh, we have here of many members in the Indonesian church、uh, contracting COVID-19. And we have heard of members who have contracted COVID-19 and died from it. We usually prayed. Um, and they were, got well. 结果得病了，没有好好死掉了，哇！大家就会开始怀疑了。However, when you when we hear of instances where members contract the virus and die from it, we begin to doubt. 他怎么会这样 ？Why did this happen? 怎么神不医治他 ？How come God did not heal them? 他是那么好的人呢，那么热心的信徒哎。They're such wonderful people. 啊，怎么会这样就死掉了 ？Why did they die just like that? 甚至有传道遇到火灾啊，不幸的离世。We even have. A preacher who encountered a fire and died in the fire. 你你用人的意念去看所有的这件事情是没有答案的。If you use the point of man, a point of view of a human to view these things, you will not find an answer. 因为我们只看到今天。Because we can only see today. 顶多我们从昨天连到今天。Oh, the most we can do is connect yesterday to today. 我们看不到将来。We can't see the future. 我们很狭窄，我们看到说一个人好人活久一点就是好，就是恩典。Our view is very narrow. If we see some good people are living a good, a long life, we think that is good. 他离世就是一件不好的事。If they die, then it's something negative. 但是从神的角度去看，人的生跟死跟人跟死跟人看的是不一样。However, from the point of view of God, a man's life or death has is very different from a human's point of view. 其实，在某种程度来说，约瑟就是预表主耶稣。In in some circumstances, we can see that Joseph, rather, represents God. Jesus. 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 Tunic of multicolors by his father. Lord Jesus Christ is the only son of God, beloved son of God. He was sent here by God. Joseph met his demise when he was sent by his father to see to visit his brothers. Jesus met his demise when he was sent by his father to see to visit his brothers. Our Lord Jesus met his demise when he was sent by his heavenly Father to to the world and died for the sake of the salvation. Well, at least Joseph was not killed. However, Jesus was killed. The Lord Jesus became the sacrificial lamb. 
he died in the most cruel way to be crucified. 好了，以人的角度来说，这个很不幸。From the point of view of a human, this is unfortunate. 所以，所以，很多门徒就失去了信心了。And so many disciples lost their faith. 但是直到复活之后，门徒才了解为什么。Only when Jesus resurrected did the disciples understand. 为什么主耶稣一定要受苦 ？They understood why Jesus must suffer. 原来神的意思，受苦也可以荣耀神，死都可以荣耀神。In fact. Even death can glorify God. 没有说健康的人可以荣耀神啊！神多帮助我，很健康。It is true that a healthy person can glorify God. God has helped me to keep my health. 生病的人也可以荣耀神。People who are ill can also glorify God. 我生病，我没有离开神，神还是帮助我。I'm ill. I haven't departed from God. God still helped me. 啊，生活着的时候可以荣耀神。When you're alive, you can glorify God. 一个人死的时候都不放弃信仰，更荣耀神。And when a person dies and does not give up his faith, he glorifies God even more. So we should not view things from the point of view of a human. Because if you view things from the point of view of a human, you will never find the answer. From the point of view of God. Let's turn to Genesis chapter forty-five. Genesis chapter forty-five, verse four and verse five. Verse four. And Joseph said to his brothers, "Please come near to me." So they came near. Then he said, "I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt." Five. But now, do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. 这段话是约瑟跟他哥哥相认的时候所讲的。These are the words of Joseph to his brothers. 哇，这个这个时候哥哥很害怕。At this point, his brothers were in fear. 啊，当初我们害的约瑟还没死。The the 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 brother Joseph, whom we sold, he's still alive. 你可以想象，如果你是他哥哥们，如果我是他哥哥们，我可可能裤子都尿湿了，可能都都没力站起来，没有力。If I were his Brothers, I will probably wet my pants because I am in great fear. This we from childhood bullied. This younger brother that we bullied. We get him sold into slavery. This younger brother that we sold into slavery. Now, this is Egypt's one man above one man's head. This representative. We are going to come before him to ask for food. He is now the prime minister of Egypt, and we are kneeling before him to beg for food. This time, we are doomed. So, doom upon us. This time, Joseph said, "Come and come to me." But however, Joseph said to his brothers, "Come near to me." I am Joseph, your brother. 还特别讲哦，不是从小跟你长大的那一个，是你们所卖的那一个。And he didn't say, "I'm the one whom you grew up with." Rather, he said, "I'm the one whom you sold into Egypt." 他还记得是你们卖卖我的。He still remembered he was sold by his brothers. 我们早上有讲，约瑟其实有选择饶恕他的兄呃哥哥们。This morning, we mentioned that Joseph chose to forgive his brothers. This is a very simple, very impossible choice. This is not an easy choice to make. But, forgiveness does that mean forgetting? To forgive does it mean to forget? Some people say, "To forgive, you have to forget." To forgive, you have to forget. Some people say that in order to forgive, you have to first forget. Actually, forgiveness does not mean to forget. However, to forgive does not mean that you have to forget. Because this person has hurt you so much that you will never forget it. Joseph would love to forget. His two sons, he even named one of his sons to forget so that he can forget his past troubles. 就好像你自己每天要告诉自己，我忘记那个那个伤害我的，我要忘记他，我要忘记他。结果你一想到我要忘记，你就想起那个人。It's like unto you telling yourself every day that you have to forget the person who hurt you, but every time you say that, you keep remembering that person. 你不能忘记。You will not be able to forget. 意思说是你们把我卖来的，我没有忘记这个事情。And Joseph was telling his brothers, "You sold me to Egypt. I haven't forgotten that." 但是呢，第五节。Verse five, he said, "Do not therefore be grieved or angry because you sold me here." For God sent me before you to preserve life. No, from human perspective, you sold me. Yes, it's true. From the point of view of a human, you sold me. From human perspective, I should hate you for the rest of my life. So, from the point of view of a human, I should hate you for the rest of my life. But from God's perspective, 
However, from the point of view of God, God sent me here. So it here connects us to how we can overcome our hatred. Or how we can overcome our disappointment. Everything has the wonderful arrangement of God. Even if you treated me so badly, you hurt me. It's because God allowed it. And God has probably arranged something more wonderful to happen. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 50, almost the conclusion of the entire book. And towards the end, Joseph found his answer. Chapter 50, verse 20. Chapter 50, let's start from verse 18. Then his brothers also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we are your servants. 19. Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God? 20. But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Here is another conversation between Joseph and his brothers. Why would they have this conversation? Because finally, Jacob died. And his brothers were once again in fear. While our father was still alive, Joseph would not put us to harm. Now that he's dead, Joseph may want to kill us. So they were they knelt down before Joseph and begged him to remember what he said to his what he promised to his to their father. And Joseph wept here once again. Seventeen, Joseph wept. And Joseph seems to like to weep. And traditionally, men would rather uh, uh, bleed than weep. Joseph was a hero, yet he seems to like to cry. He is full of emotions. Why? Because his brothers still misunderstood him, thinking that he would take his revenge on them. Until this day, his brothers still do not understand him. So he will repeat himself once again. Do not be afraid. For am I in the place of God? This is a very important phrase, and we tend to forget about it. How can we replace God? You put me in harm's way, and now I want my revenge. I seem to be taking the place of God. In fact, Joseph at a young age, until at that present age, that he always had one concept in his mind that he cannot replace God. He, there's two concepts of God that he held on to. One, he cannot sin against God. In, in before temptation, he would not sin against God. And before a revenge, he would not be in the place of God. Therefore, verse 20 says, You meant evil against me. But God meant it for good. So this phrase, God meant it for good, is the conclusion to this entire book. And brothers and sisters, sometimes sometimes the things that happen in our lives, we have no answer to. And for Joseph, his troubles or the demise ended when he was 30 years old. But for us, uh, we are still living, so we haven't come to the end of, of our life, and we still haven't seen the day. When we see good people encountering evil things, there is no answer to this. 
But Joseph here tells us, God meant it for good. In the, from the point of view of a human, this is terrible. However, in the view of God, this is good. When he was suffering, he couldn't say these words. When he was being sold to the Egyptians, he, he wasn't able to say, Thank God I'm being sold. No one will be able to say these words. When he was being falsely accused, he was not able to say, Thank God I'm being falsely accused. Or thank God I'm being forgotten. Oh, thank God I've been in prison for over 10 years. And at that time, he was full of questions. And today, perhaps we're still encountering things that we have no answer to. But you must hold on to one concept. God is never wrong. We have only seen one point in time. But God, however, sees the entire picture. We have all played jigsaw puzzles. One piece of puzzle in your hand, you have no idea where to put it. But you have, when you have the entire puzzle pick, uh, put together, or when you put the last piece of the jigsaw puzzle, the picture is now complete. And in our life, we will face a lot of things, or we see people, or life in general will face a lot of things. And sometimes we don't know why. But we have to maintain our faith in God. One, God is never wrong. And second, God's arrangement is meant for good. I don't know why at the present moment. In the future, I may have my answer. Even if I don't have the answer in present life. However, before the eternal God, he has his arrangement. I've recently read a testimony. In Saba, there was a preacher. His house caught fire. And his belonging was all burned. And the fire happened when the preacher was away on business. And his neighbors and brothers and sisters in the neighborhood came and helped him put out the fire. So the fire was put out before the uh, fireman came. This is a very unfortunate event. Haven't we heard testimonies like this before? There was a fire. And the fire came and started spreading. So the person would be praying, or elders would be praying along with his member, and a wind blew and blew the fire into a different direction. And so the house was not burned down. This became a big testimony. We have all heard of similar testimonies. But this time, a preacher's house was burned down. A lot of people have questions. Why is it that the house of a preacher got burned down? Why, God, why isn't God protecting the preacher? But the preacher himself wrote a testimony. His, the, the title of his testimony came from uh, the book of Job. Job chapter 2, verse 10. Chapter 2, verse 10. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? So his top, his, the title of his uh, testimony was, Shall we accept 
And he and his he mentioned ten points that he and his family must be thankful for, even though their house got burnt down. One of the points. His mother, uh, around the time of the fire, would usually be at home reading the Bible. But that particular day, his mother was not home. And when the fire happened, there was no one at home. This itself is to be thankful for. The house may be burnt down. But everyone was fine. They have lost their possessions. But they haven't lost their faith. He had a testimony. Every, almost everything in his house got burned down, but the Bibles were fine. Uh, there was some cash that was, at, that was in the house that they have received from someone else to be offered to the church. And that bag of cash that they were to be, uh, to be forwarded to the church had not been burnt. So he was dwelling on the grace of God. He didn't ask, I'm a preacher, why did my house burn down? He didn't think this way. He said, thanks, thanks to God, he still preserved my entire family. He's thankful that his hymnals of praise was not burned down. And he was thankful that the fire did not burn down his kitchen because there is a gas tank in the kitchen. So thank, thank God that the fire did not burn down the kitchen, otherwise the gas tank would explode. Even though the majority of the house was burnt down, the structure of the house is still standing. So I asked him, where are you staying? He said, we're staying at the church. A lot of brothers and sisters are helping us. And I was very moved. And I said to him, your possessions have been, sold, have been burnt, but your faith is still alive. And I said to him that your testimony can, can inspire a lot of brothers and sisters who are suffering right now. In life, we will always encounter things that we have no answer to. Perhaps it's your own problem. Or perhaps it could happen to your family members or to your friends. The most important thing is that we must not lose our faith in God. To be like Joseph, to hold on to God. And at the end, when you look back, that God has meant it for good. Let us sing him. 402. 